Ashley. And this is Aaron. Fuck <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys so much for joining us another week. As always, we so appreciate it. Welcome. Yes, yes, yes. And we are back to bring you a fun new episode like we do. Mm -hmm. But Aaron, do we have any business to take care of first? I do not have any business to take care of. Do you? Yes, I have some business, and um, my businesses are all devices on oh, mute uh, and or vibrate. Yeah, See? Um, yes. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Why are you always lying? And okay, that concludes business. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and get the show started. Apparently, we're acting up already, but let's get things started with five questions. Five Questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little more. It's also an opportunity for Ashley and I to get to know each other a little better. We ask five questions, and they range from funny to sad to thought-provoking, and we try to ask them in interesting and fun ways. So, are you ready? Ready. (laughs) Question one. Can you be friends with your supervisor or the head of the company where you work? Um, I'm going to say that we can be associates like we can hang out maybe go for a drink or go out to eat or something but as far as friends probably not because you're my supervisor but I actually I would do that with anyone even if you were my equal at work because for me to consider you a friend I'm letting you all the way into my life and no I'm not doing it <laughs> yeah I, I I do think how the relationship came to be is key in answering that question but generally i'd like to think that it would be very tough to so i'm with you uh there's just there's just a certain level of freedom that i have with people that i'm friends with that doesn't show up in the workplace and and that's not just with my supervisor or you know the head of the company that's with colleagues so my work relationships and my personal relationships don't operate in the same space so mm -mm, mm -mm. Even even listen even when I heard you say something about a drink, I'm like, I'm mindful of what kind of drink I'm gonna have because I know what alcohol will do and I don't wanna have oh, yeah, that. I'm not <laughs> drinking. Yeah, I'm not drinking. I can have a drink. Because I've been out with coworkers before, like oh, yeah, goodbye yeah. parties and stuff like that. But I guess like a one on one, yeah, I may have like a drink and that's it. Mm-mm. And in college I, I I know that I did more than what I should, but as an adult <laughs> No. (laughs) Yeah, we got stuff to lose now. All right, question two. All right. Name one of the most memorable gifts you ever got from an ex. Um, so honestly, the most memorable gift I've ever gotten. So one of my exes, like years and years and years ago, wrote a story for me. It was about us. Um, 
and she made it like into like a little booklet. Like she printed it out, like had a little cover on it. I think it was called, um, oh my God, it was called When You Wish Upon a Star. Get out of here. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you it was the sweetest thing though like this the story and like how she framing to be in in this story or whatever like and it went into like the future like her prediction of our future together and everything I pro- it was like really sweet it really was I kept it for a very long time I don't know if I still have it I was gonna say what did you do with that and I promise I moved that thing around with me everywhere I went like even after we were like long departed and no longer to speak actually we're, I mean we don't we're not, I wouldn't say we're friends now but we don't have any ill will toward each other like we follow each other on social media um <laughs> <laughs> like you know she ain't one of them exes that is like dab it well, she's not like that um but yeah I wonder if I still I would have to see if I still have it I really want I you to know. have it I just want to know Oh, man, I can damn near tell you the story. It was like, I mean, listen, I've read it plenty of times. It was so sweet. I I just thought it was really creative. Yeah, please find Mm -hmm. that story. Mailed it to me because we ain't living the same. Man, look, now you bring it back. All the, listen, listen, I had forgot about all of that. She mailed it to me along with a little teddy bear and something else. But all I kept was that story. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel that must have made you feel Mm -hmm. some kind of way for you to still remember it and to have carried it around with you for so long so long Mm -hmm. because i just thought it was really dope like that was sweet like who thinks to do that anyway (sighs) what about you so i had someone i don't know if you remember when people used to get those dog tag chains made and they'd get something written on them gosh what was that college yes was it college well, I got it in college, so that's when I assume. I, so I equate it to college because that was when I got it. You know, you say we say college a lot as if people know what years we were in college. But if you really think about it, like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you know, oh, okay, okay, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I ain't been out of school that long. <laughs> I thought this was for people to get to know us better, but okay, no. Oh. <laughs> But no, go ahead. Okay, so you got the dog tag. So they got me a dog tag chain. Were they personalized? They, they, yes, they had both our names on them. Oh, did I know that? Did you? I feel like you did. I don't know if I knew about the name. I mean, of course I knew about the dog tags, but the names on it? Both our names were on it. And I just remember being like, oh, like I remember it, it yes. touching me in a way for a number of reasons, right? Like that was freshman year. There were a lot of freshman first things that were going on and that happened to be oh, one of them. Right. So it always stood out to me and and also it stood and it and it, mm. it always stood out to me as like all oh. and then I think it's remained in my memory because I remember when it was lost when I lost it slash it was stolen. And I really remember feeling some kind of way. Like I'm a slight hoarder in the sense that I still have things from freshman year. So I would have definitely still kept that just to look at. But I do still have, funny enough, the shirt that they bought me. Anyway, I still have some things from, wow. from that that time. All right. This was a memorable ex. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Memories. Yeah. Memories come memories. in many different ways. Okay. Question three. Mm. Our memories are made in many different ways. Question three. Uh huh. What is a genuinely innocent question, yet it's usually offensive to the person it's directed at. Oh, 
asking, what do I do for a living? And I understand how it can be innocent, but at the same time, it depends on when you ask. That's my answer. Yeah. Mine is, so why are you single? Like, what? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, like. That's a good one. You're single? Why are you single? I've never quite understood why someone would ask that question. I mean, I guess let me not say I never quite understood it. No, I don't. No, I can't see why. So anyway, yes. Like, it's <laughs> innocent. Like, it's innocent. It doesn't seem like it would have any sort of ill will behind it. But the person, i.e. me, who receives that question always, like, what? How, how, some type of way. What is the proper response to that? <laughs> I just, ugh. Anyway. Question four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would you apologize to someone if you believed you were not in the wrong? And just so we're clear, I'm asking this question based on the last episode of Grownish with the whole Doug and Jazz situation. I'm going to say yes, because sometimes in relationships, you sacrifice for peace. You make certain sacrifices for peace. And, you know, I talk about sacrificing all the time as being a component of a relationship. So I think sometimes you apologize just to make things kind of go away. And it's not that you're not at least sorry that you made them feel that way, but you know, you, you just didn't do anything wrong, but at least, you know, you're just trying to not cause make them confusion. feel better and, and not, yeah, not cause any further confusion. Just, yeah. What about you? Yeah. I struggle with this question because I could not think of, I bet. <laughs> I, bet. I couldn't picture a scenario in my head where I would be like, yeah, yeah. But then I thought about the reasoning behind this question. And I realized when I think about, what happened with Jazz and Doug, and we'll talk about that later, I was totally okay with it. And so if I can be okay with that happening in Grownish, then I believe I could be okay with saying yes, or say apologizing when I don't believe I was in the wrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, like, not wanting to cause confusion, not wanting to, like, if the end goal is not for the relationship to end, then... You got to do what you got to do in order to get back or not even get back to to keep it going. So maybe that means you have to apologize. <sighs> question five. All right. Last question. Here we go. First question of March. We're having this conversation at the end of February. So what's a new? Oh, and for those that don't know, February is designated as Black History Month. Mm. Whole other. Sorry that we got to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a new black fact you learned during Black History Month. Oh, I actually have one. I actually have one. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day I was scrolling on Instagram and I had stopped across a page called Black Monopoly that I follow. And they had this guy up there talking about how a former slave named Onesimus, I believe is how you say it, and about how he was pretty much enslaved between the 1600s and 1700s in Boston, Massachusetts. And at the time they had the smallpox outbreak. And so it was his idea to basically try to create some, to try to study the, um, the smallpox by, you know, like they do with vaccines, infecting other people with it. Mm-hmm. And then trying to, and seeing the results mm-hmm. as a way to stop the outbreak or at least get rid of smallpox. And I didn't know that. But I learned it the other day. And I was like, look at black people just being geniuses as they always are. Yes, now you got me Googling. Ah, what's that? I mean, yeah, it's, it's spelled O-N-E. Mm-hmm. 
S-I-M-U-S. S-I-M-U-S. Oh, I found yes. them while you were talking. And it, uh, and it reminds me of that. I, I saw it on the teacher's door one time where it said um, they didn't bring slaves to America. They brought doctors and lawyers and, you know, educators. Like, here's this man, you know, he's from West Africa. Brought, you know, he was brought over to be a slave, but that's not, that, that wasn't his mind. Like, that's what they tried to make him, but that doesn't his mentality. So anyway, it just made me think about that, but yeah. Black man, black man, black man, black man, black man, black man. Jay-Z okay. and Pharrell? Oh, okay. I don't know if I really got into that song like that. Oh, man, you got to listen to it. I know it's just, just let, oh, just, okay. just play. It's one, I think it's a song that you can play and just vibe out to. You ain't even got to, oh, okay. you don't got to listen to it for nothing else other than the vibe out. Okay, speaking of Jay-Z, Sean Carter, my black mm-hmm. fact, so I'm not going to lie to you all, I didn't have one, although I had the question. And even though I had the question, I couldn't think of a black fact that I had learned this month. And then it hit me, and I'm actually excited about this. Okay, let me tell you all, listen, come in, come in. I just discovered that Jay-Z was born on the same day that Fred Hampton was that killed. That Fred Hampton died. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my I'm black sorry. fact. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, I discovered that Jay-Z was born on the same day that Fred Hampton was killed, assassinated, murdered, taken out, however you want to describe that event. Mm-hmm. Assassinated, murdered. Yeah, and that Jay-Z talked about it in a song. Yes, I was born on the day Fred Hampton died. Real niggas just multiply. <laughs> Didn't know. And that- what they say? They say? I don't know. Okay, I was about to go into the whole song. But yeah, man. Yeah, that's what made me look up Fred Hampton in the first place. What song was it? Murder to Excellence. La, 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 la. Yeah. Money murder. Yeah, that's my shit, man. I gotta go I'll back. And, the I gotta go back and listen to it. Anyway, and that. Oh, man, I still listen to that. Was five questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was five questions. That was good. And I like question five. Okay, look at us. Well, now let's go ahead and move on to what got under our skin this week. Uh, oh. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to start first. Mine is quick. Mine is really, it got under my skin, but I also realized I'm being such a brat. But <laughs> it is what it is, and it made me feel some type of way. Um, so I hate to do this, but my boo is up for what got under my skin this week, Robin. No. So. Yes, and it just happened this morning too. I said, and I told her, I said, "Oh, that go my under the skin." And she said, "Good, talk about it up there so people can uh, tell you how much of a brat you." <laughs> and that's fine. See, people, real, real married life. Anyway, so Robin, like Robin, typically wakes up before I do or whatever on the weekends. Is what I like to sleep in when I can. So this morning, um, she had got up a little earlier, and I can't remember. She said, "Oh, she kind of like woke me up to say, hey, 'Hey, I'm going to take out the trash or whatever. I'll be right back.' I guess just in case I heard the door opening and closing, so I wouldn't be, you know, worried or whatever. So cool. Okay. So then when she came back, you know, she came to I guess uh, wake me up in her way, whatever. I'll say that. And so as I started, like I was kind of awake. And so as I started to roll over, y'all, I didn't have my glasses on, but I rolled over and I saw her standing in front of me, and she was fully dressed. And what did she have on? A Hillman grad sweatshirt. Okay. A Hillman college sweatshirt. Aaron, <laughs> my first my first thing that I said to her was, I hope you got one for me. And so she kind of smiled and she was like, I did. And I was like, did you really? And she was like, no. I said, oh, get out. Get out. I put her out the room. <laughs> I 
was like, you don't even like a different world the way I do. Like, Eric being full on brat. I don't care. I felt some type of way. You really probably because... did, though. <laughs> I, oh, I did. Oh, I absolutely did. I, I stopped talking to her. <laughs> like, I, I absolutely. Like, when I tell you, she went to the living room and I stayed in the room and actually, like, put up my clothes, put up my the laundry and everything because I was pissed off because I love, like, a different world. And I could have sworn that I had told her before that I wanted that Hillman grad sweatshirt or whatever. Um, but she said she doesn't remember me telling her that. But then her reasoning for not getting me one was really sweet in the same sense. So I just, I couldn't be too mad after that. But it still got under my skin. So that's what got under my skin this week. Triggered. Aaron. <laughs> I'm such a brat. I am though. That's funny to me. What about you? Um, Aaron, listen. Because I could just see you really being upset over you. a dang Aaron, I was upset. <laughs> well it wasn't about it was the principle it was the principle why you ain't get me one too we don't do that in this house what listen no man if you get your soul you get me something nice too see i'm spoiled it's her fault i'm spoiled so that it is what it is you do realize you told people already on this show that you're actually not good at giving gifts and you're getting upset at the one time robin (laughs) i'm getting better at getting gifts giving gifts and listen Aaron, I mean, see, this is why I didn't call you because I knew you won't go have my back. This is why <laughs> I didn't call you this morning when I was upset. You know, the Jenkins are good oh, at giving Lord. gifts. The Jenkins family, they're that's what they do. Oh, they're, here we go. They're good at giving. Here. Okay, listen. See, you're supposed to be timekeeping. Let me tell you. Okay, listen. Mine is serious. Oh, okay. Mine. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. I just need, I'm pretty sure anyone. Anyway, let me just tell the story. So the other day, I went to McDonald's. I got a sweet tea and I got a fry. Actually, Mm. I used the app Mm. so that I could get a free medium fry with any purchase of at least a dollar. So I got a sweet tea. Mm -hmm. Bam. Hand in hand. Sweet tea, fresh fries. Mm. Yeah, man. Went home. And okay, let me just also be clear too. During the Rona times, I'm not usually drinking nothing in public. Like, I'm not about to pull my mask down, touch the straw, move the straw, put it in. I wait till I get home. All right. Oh, no. Yeah. Got home. Ashley took off my stuff, put the straw in the, put the straw in. And you know, and you, if you've ever had McDonald's sweet tea, you already know what you're about to take. You just, even if it's not that sweet, you already know what it's about to do to you. Ashley, I tasted it and I almost threw up. Do you want to know why? (gasps) It was not sweet tea. What was it? Coke. It was just regular tea. There was no sweet nothing. It was just oh, oh. tea. It wasn't even Coke. Oh, that no. would have been better. Oh, no. It was just. I'm so sorry. Water, I it felt that. like. And I don't know oh, about anyone no. else, but it should be a <sighs> sin for there to be tea and it not be sweet. I don't even know who wants yes. that sweet tea. Yes. That's that up north shit, man. That is really, Lord, how mercy. <sighs> but when I say I was really like, <laughs> it's funny because I, Aaron, I, I really that. felt some kind of way. I went off. Because I knew. <laughs> I would have went off. I had, I had had the meal. So I just got the fries because I wanted the sweet tea. And I had already like went to other places and got my meal like for the night. So I knew that the sweet tea was going to top it off. Like, <sighs> And I knew the sweet tea was going to be good because uh, we've talked about this before. I just knew the tea was going to be good. Yes. Okay. 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 Oh, I knew. Oh, I knew. I was. (laughs) (laughs) And 
And I had had it from them before, too. So I just knew. Like, I just knew. I'm sorry, y'all. I don't even think people really understand when you're when you can taste it and then you go to taste it. Nah. And it's I might as that might as well. If you Southern, man, you understand. <laughs> if you're Southern, you understand. Like, you should understand that pain because I know I do. So that remind me of the first time I went to Jersey and asked for sweet tea and they said they don't sell that. I said, what? <laughs> like, oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, man, heartbreaking. Now, see, I haven't but been anyway, to too many places yeah. that don't serve sweet tea. I've been places, and the sweet tea has not been as sweet. And I can kind of, you know, at least I know that there was some effort. This was like, and then let me also tell you too, what made it extra er was because when I got the sweet tea, it wasn't even filled up to the top. And mm. if you think like I think, then you already know that it's half ice. And it's right. not filled to the top, but I didn't say anything right. because one, it was cold and I was trying to get back home and I wanted to do like, I had a whole movement then for me to get home. And not only is it not filled to the top, but I guess it's filled to the top with some regular blank tea. Anyway, that's what got under my skin this week. Do better McDonald's. <laughs> do better. Yes. You should have tweeted them. They would have sent you a free one. All right. <laughs> oh no. Oh, so I mean, I also, oh, I kept it sitting right on my thing in front of me for like three or four days and took it right back up there to McDonald's. Oh my God. And they gave me a sweet tea. They told me I could have just threw it away, but I didn't want to play those games. Mm -mm. I needed you all to know just in case. So. Right. No, I feel you. All right. All right, guys. Well, that's what got under our skin this week. Now let's move on to what are we watching? Oh my God. Um, I'm excited. No, let me ask. Is there a grace? Oh, no. Grace is not back yet. Not until... Oh, good. Okay. It's either this week or gonna, next oh, week. Oh, I was just going to do you a time check. I was just going to tell you what time we was at. <laughs> um, All right. So, what are we watching? I will go ahead and start. It won't take me long. So, one, <laughs> I finished Psych. All eight Did seasons. You? It was... Yes. Yep. We are completely finished with Psych. And we have also watched one of the movies so far. And we just need to watch the other movie. Which I'll probably do sometime this week because, you know, I just want to um, go ahead and see that. So did it wrap up nicely? Did, it, did, it, did you like the whole thing? It, no. You know what? I swear. Like, it's, it's not. I pro- it's probably a handful of shows I can say that ended in a good way. It was all right. But at the same time, it was just like they did a lot because they only had 10 episodes in the last season. And I just felt like they tried to do a lot. Like it was rushed it was a rushed ending. And so I don't know the whole story behind that. I said, I was going to look it up and whatnot, but I just thought that was kind of crazy. The other thing that I'm watching is, or that I watched that was actually really, really good was the haunting of Bly Manor. Have you heard of that on Netflix? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Well, it was good. And it, to me, I mean, it was supposed to be scary, but it was really more depressing than it was scary. So I don't want to give any spoilers on that one because I do think it was a good series and in case people haven't seen it, but basically it's about this girl from America who goes to, um, London, I believe, uh, or no England, somewhere in England to, um, become a nanny to these two little kids and, you know, of course, the manor is haunted, of as all big-ass mansions out there are. And it just, horror ensues after that. But really, it's just telling these people's um, lives and stuff like that. It's like the story behind the manor, the story behind everybody in the house. It's just, you know, it's a lot. So, I don't know if but I've it was really good. Anyway, and I wasn't scared. 
there's another one. I guess this is the second part, like because the first one was called The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, I okay. Seen that yet. Oh, okay. You saw Hill House. Yeah. No, I so didn't this see one it, is Bly I, Manor. I, this is the new one. Okay. Okay. I know. You've heard. Okay. Yeah. Oh. You seen the trailer or something? Yeah, and you yeah. actually liked it. Like, did did you? Are you gonna I go back liked and watch it. the first one? Yeah, I am. I'll probably do that this week. Okay. It only took me two days to watch this one because okay. after I got into it, I was like, oh, I gotta finish this. Hmm. I was up one night. I know it's about one o'clock in the morning, just trying to finish it. So, yeah, it was really good. I appreciated it. It was depressing as hell. I think I cried more than I was scared. Oh, but <laughs> no. yeah, man, it's that type of thing. So. Anyway, that is what I'm watching. I'm watching a couple of things, actually. So the Equalizer has just started, or it started Super Bowl night with Queen Latifah starring. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching that. It's actually good to me. I am into the whole procedural thing. I watch Law & Order. So I watch Grey's Anatomy. So I can get behind the Equalizer. But but it's okay. well-written. I like Queen Latifah. You should check it out. I'm still watching All Rise. Uh which is still good, and I'm watching Charmed, the second edition. I'll, I'll, anyway, side note, if you ever Google Charmed, you almost have to type in Charmed Reboot or Charmed 2018. Otherwise, they show you nothing about the new Charmed. But anyway, so I'm watching the new Charmed. Right. Yeah. I'm watching uh, The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor was really good. Like, for some reason, it seems like certain episodes this from these shows that I'm watching, like, it's like they hit their stride or like some whoever wrote these. Anyway, I'm watching The Good Doctor and that was really, really good. SVU has been good, but I also am in like I'm probably hyped for every SVU episode because I know what we're building up to. What we're coming to. Did, right. Did you watch yeah. Thursdays? I did. I'm all caught up. So, you know, they hinted was, at they hinted at uh, Stable coming. Oh, yes. I t- Oh, my God. It gave me goosebumps when so, I saw Lord. But Tutu Lola was like, you never know who might be there. I was like, are they trying to right. say Stabler's? <gasps> Watch, it's not him. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, no, he said, who else calls her Liv? I mean, they call her Liv, but who call her Liv and sounds like that when you hear Liv? I knew Stabler. Anyway. <sighs> April 1st. April 1st. Can't wait. What else am I watching? I said Charm. I'm watching This Is Us. Ah. Uh, this is us is good. Okay, now listen, people. Out of all the shows that I have listed, I really, really want to encourage people to go and watch Queen Sugar. When I tell people Queen Sugar is quality television, it is such good writing. It will have you laughing and smiling and crying. Not me cry, but those that cry will be crying watching mm. Queen Sugar. Like, it is so, so good. It is, mm, mm. Queen Sugar is good, man. Nancy's been watching that, too. Yeah, see? Tell Nancy. You and Nancy with y'all shows. Equalizer. Queen Sugar. Did you know that Chris Noth isn't going to be on the new Sex in the City? I didn't even know there was a new Sex in the City. Oh, yeah. They're, they're coming back. Samantha's not going to be on it. And it's really just going to focus on the three girls. Um, Carrie, Charlotte, and Miranda. Because I even There's think no they're saying it without Samantha. Like, come on, man. She's not coming back. I even think they said Steve isn't coming back. Anyway, that is what I'm watching, along with Grownish. And, oh, and I'm watching Mixedish, 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 Mixedish. Yeah, I'm yep. watching Mixedish, which I really think is funny to me and good. And seeing Zach and Dee Dee and I'm saying all these people's names incorrectly and Tika Sumter and that little girl. It's it's good. 
mixed-ish is good to me. All right, guys. Well, that's what we're watching this week. Uh, Plug, if you want to let us know what you're watching or if you want to give us any answers to the five questions, you can find us on Instagram at aperspective underscore underscore. You can email us at aperspective, no E at the end, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And now we are going to take a quick break, go get something to drink, check the spare ribs in the oven, and we will be right back. Okay, guys, we are back, and it is time for this week's Perspectives. Mm -hmm. And Aaron, I believe you go first. I do, I do. And I'm actually looking forward to having this conversation, or at least I think I am. We'll see how this goes. I wanted to talk today about experiences and how our experiences in life shape who we are. So I just watched the latest episode of Grownish, and I thought that it was really, really good. It was a really good episode. I think I appreciated Mm -hmm. how they just dug a little deeper into certain character storylines. There were a couple of different things actually that came out of it that I believe could be perspectives for us to talk about, but I want to just hone in on one, and that came out of the storyline with Vivek. So on this particular episode of Grownish, we see that Vivek is really going all in with his first relationship. Vivek is at a party with his girlfriend, and they're on Molly. And so we see that as the party is about to wind down we're left with a situation where there's Vivek and his girlfriend and another guy and they're getting ready to engage in a threesome right before they cut to the opening credits Vivek kisses the guy Mm -hmm. all right so Vivek being Vivek Vivek (laughs) you know tells his (laughs) tells his boys Aaron and Doug and he tells them about what happened and how he engaged in a threesome Aaron and Doug assume that based on Mm -hmm. Vivek's language that he's talking about a threesome with two females when they discover that he has had a threesome with another guy, and not only did he have another threesome with a guy, to which, side note, some people would call that a train, but that's neither here nor there for this discussion. Mm, He also lets them know that he, or that he kissed the guy, wasn't for him, but that doesn't mean anything to them. And it, it just it just goes into this big conversation around Vivek being gay, Vivek being bi, but they still love Vivek, they still care for Vivek, but no dude is going to engage in a threesome with another guy, let alone kiss another guy, if he's not straight. I mean, if he's not bi or gay. And so we start to see this conversation and see, oh, see, you said you tried to play, you tried to play it, but Nomi coming back was, Mm. she came back right on time Mm -hmm. because it helped to, I think, fill out the conversation and give it more depth and more nuance. So I wanted to talk about, so... So we see Vivek pushing against this narrative that he's gay, that he's bi. He had one experience, and that doesn't define who he is. We see Nomi coming to his aid also and agreeing with Vivek. But that is not stopping not only Doug and Aaron, but Anna and Sky and Jazz from taking a stance that Vivek has some tendencies. He's a little off. So I wanted to talk today about experiences and how our experiences in life shape who we are. And while on one hand, we could say that no one single incident can define you, there are moments in our lives where we have been impacted by a particular thing. So I wanted to talk about how the experiences in our lives have shaped who we are today. Is it true that one experience does not define you? Or are there moments in your life where no, that one particular thing actually set the stage for who you became? 
I think it could kind of go both ways with that. I mean, you know, if if you do, if you make a mistake in life or if you do something that would be, that is out of your character, you know, that moment doesn't define you. So don't let that weigh you down for the rest of your life or don't let, the, don't start to, you know, bring yourself down or talk bad about yourself or label yourself as a certain person because you had a, a, a moment in time where you may have lost yourself, lost who you were, whatever the case may be. Um, but also on the other hand, something could have happened that made you say that'll never happen to me again, or made you stronger in a way that gave you a, a different perspective on life to which you wanted to do something because of that moment in your life. You know, maybe there was something, maybe when, you know, you're younger and, uh, the only person in your life that happened to be kind to you was the teacher. You know what I mean? And so you decided that because of the way that that teacher made you feel that you're going to go to school and you're going to become a teacher because you want to impact, you want to have that same impact on someone else's life. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that is that type of thing. Um, gosh, and I'm a little off topic, but since I talked about different word earlier, th- this conversation kind of reminded me or where I went with the conversation kind of reminded me of the episode. Do you remember the episode with crisscross and um, Dwayne was asking them what they wanted to be when they, you know, grew up or what, what kind of life they saw themselves having outside of like gang life and what was their environment. And the one dude said he wanted to be a garbage truck driver. And he was like, and, and the other dude like kind of joked him for it, but he was like, he wanted to be the garbage truck driver because of the respect that he felt like the people in the community had for the garbage truck driver. He, you know, he, people got out the, the way when they saw him coming and blah, 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 like whatever his reasoning was. But it was like a moment that maybe Maybe not necessarily, def- well, kind of defined him to see something like that. So anyway, that's why I was going with the whole teacher thing. But my overall answer is I think that that can go both ways. That yet, that yes, it can define you and shape who you are. But in some instances, no, it doesn't. So um, let's get yeah. then just a little specific and sort of use the foundation from where this came from. When we're talking about sexual experiences, what do you think? Oh, the same thing. Like, you may do something with somebody. It's kind of like what Vivek was saying, where, you know, he kissed the guy. He realized that it was that wasn't for him. He wouldn't do it again, and that's that. Like, it didn't necessarily shape his sexual preferences going forward. And the same could be said for, you know, women. Sometimes when you experiment or whatever, and you like certain things, so you know going forward, I want this feeling again, so this is what I want again. Or you say, uh, that's not for me, I don't like that, so I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, I think it goes both ways. Same same as just with life. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that the devil's in the details. I think that there are moments in life, whether we're talking sexual, sexual or not, that can shift how, can shift the trajectory or change the trajectory, change the trajectory that an individual is on like I low-key always say Delaware Avenue to me was like a shift in in what was to come but to me that's not one particular moment that is a season of things so it's is it so see even as I'm thinking that out loud does one particular thing change who you are can it can it not Mm -hmm. I will say that once we start talking sexual, my first thought or one of the first thoughts that I had while watching that episode was, like I said, season one Molly with Jared and Mm -hmm. knowing that not just on Insecure and Grownish, but in real life, there are people who do believe that a guy having a sexual experience with a guy, even the thought makes you gay versus a female. A rite of passage is what Aaron said. (laughs) A rite of passage. I said this nigga here. I, uh, I sided with Vivek 
during this episode because I agreed oh, yeah. that because I do believe that you can have an ex- you can try something right like you can you can try seafood and realize that that's not for you you can try a particular dish that's vegan and realize that that's not for you right and so there are moments in time where you're not against it this is what mm, mm. I think sometimes we don't know whether we're for or against something until someone else until someone else says it for us and by that I mean I appreciated Vivek's approach to the whole thing was because I don't think he thought good or bad about it. He was in the moment. He wanted to try it out. So he tried it. It wasn't for him. He kept it moving. I don't think it became an issue until they made it an issue. And that, to me, was a part Mm -hmm. of what I wanted to talk about in, in watching that was that I know that for me that I have tried things, said things, done things, wore things that I didn't have a feeling one way or the other about. But other people had opinions about it, whether they were supporting me, cheering me on, or trying to knock me down about it. And so it's when someone else's opinion enters into the mix that I think you start to have these, that you potentially can have these uh, dilemmas or second guessings. I don't know if, the, I don't second know the right guessings. wording, but. I would say second guessing. Oh, that to of, me, um, a moment of like um insecurity i guess almost like where you you have to really think about like am i doing something wrong? you know that type of thing i don't know yeah yeah we're talking for that what i appreciate about seeing in that episode which i think is indicative of a lot of people that i know who are secure with who they are whether we're talking about sexual orientation or whether we're talking about career path right They're, they are committed to the thing that they are committed to whoever wrote for him made him come across as a secure man Mm -hmm. who was open to trying something because he was open to it it wasn't for him and he kept it moving but he made it a point to say that if he had enjoyed it he would have he would have took it further like he would have kept going but it wasn't for him right and i think to me that also just shows that he's not not vivek it, it to me it was just a it was a great display of of someone not letting society dictate how they operate in that particular incident in that particular moment. Yeah. That's just really what I want to talk about. Nothing too long. I do want to say those, um, shout out to the writers. You mentioned it, but I was going to say that as well. I think the writers did really well in that episode. I loved everything about it. And I'm going to shout out Vivek really quick, just to uh, piggyback on your thing. When he told uh, Aaron and uh, Doug, since y'all want me to be a man so bad, like, mm. and I'm paying rent here, get the fuck out my spot. Like, yo, yo. Yes. Whew, that was everything for me. That was everything for me. I was like, yes, Vivek. I know. I thought that it, was really, but it was just a really good episode, though, period. It was. It was. It, it, that whole questioning of manhood and, and how the connection of manhood and sexuality don't always go hand in hand in the way in which people think that they do. And I also, because you you brought that up, the last thing I'll say is the reason why I appreciated that or another reason why I appreciated that particular scene was because I thought he was also doing it for jazz. Like, I'm the man of this house. You not only disrespected me, mm. but you disrespected... Jazz. You're yeah. disrespecting one of the females, one of the ladies, you know, that whole... Yeah, you're doing a lot. Yeah. So get to really stepping. Although man. next scene, Doug was like right outside her door and that's a whole other topic. <sighs> that is what I wanted to talk about. What about you? Okay. All right, so it's funny that you that that was your topic. I feel like our topics always relate, and I swear we don't do it on purpose. Um, but you talked about moments shaping our lives and who we are and all of that. So the other day I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and we were talking about 
past moments in life. It, and it started with the topic of um, I, I'm a good child, pretty much. Like I've never done, I've never given my parents too much trouble. And my question to them was, well, what do you consider trouble? And they're like, what do you, I, I asked them, what do they consider trouble? They said like, you know, I, I, I've never been arrested. I've never done, um, basically I've never gotten in that type of trouble, like legal trouble, let's say that. Okay, never been to jail, stuff like that. And so I said, technically you're not a good child you're just blessed enough to not get caught. You know, we laughed about that or whatever. So in talking about that, we discussed the incident that could have gotten her in quote unquote trouble, which it probably wouldn't have. It made us think about the reason she did it. And we started laughing about puppy love and you know, that that first love type feeling and, and pretty much being boo-boo the fool for that person because this is your first love. You, you have no experience other than maybe what you've seen on TV or in your family of what love is, what a relationship is, all of that good stuff. And on top of that, you're young with it. So you just have a completely different set of eyes and mind to that type of love. And she made the comment, oh, to have that type of love again. The next time that I fall in love, that's what I want it to feel like. And I thought it was such an interesting uh, statement to make. And I so understood where she was coming from. And so I was like, you know, I need to find a way to make this a topic on the show. But I just so I just thought I would just ask a question. If you were to fall in love again, would you want it to be like that? That first love? Would you want that type of blind love or have you seen too much in your life at this point to realize that that is just what it is a first love a puppy love a young love an innocent love and you are no longer innocent hmm that's a good question i thought so too thought it was a good statement it was interesting it is like i'm with your friend there is something special there is something whimsical there's something free about that first love or that innocent love Mm -hmm. that yeah that i would not mind having again i will also say that i have seen a good amount of things not necessarily through my own eyes through my own experiences but the experiences of those around me it doesn't make me not a that makes me think it will be more challenging to get to that space but it, mm-hmm. but I would want to be in that space if that makes sense. Like I'm not yeah. just so willing. I'm not willy nilly just gonna fall into it. Although maybe. So I, I'd like it, but I don't. But I also know that I've seen enough. That yeah. that's just not gonna come so easy. Yeah, yeah. Who wouldn't like? I, I, there is something special. Like I, I can envision those moments. Like that's that's why I'm I'm over here pausing and thinking because I can. When I'm listening to you tell the story and then when you ask the question, it's like I can take myself back to particular moments or particular people where I knew hindsight is twenty twenty, where that's mm-hmm. the space in which I was operating in. Now, I may have gotten set up and some things might have transpired while in that moment. But the feeling that I was having, the thing that I felt like I was getting from being in that headspace, man. There's nothing like it's like how it's like those who can have no holds bar sex. Like it's something about engaging in some sort of activity with someone else, whether it's sex, Mm. whether it's love, whether it's a conversation where you don't have to where you can just be free, where whatever happens, happens because you know that you two Mm. have each other and you feel safe and secure with that person. So, yeah, man, who wouldn't want that? Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree with both of you all um, with that sentiment. Um, But I would also say, like, I guess, given what giving 
what I know, I think that if anything, it would just make it easier for me to find that type of love, seeing as though I'm not innocent again, right? So that means I can see things that would waste my time or not lead me to a path to have that type of love that I would be looking for if I'm looking for that first type of innocent love. So I would say that that me having that loss of innocence, I guess, from my eyes would be like a plus side as well. You know, like as you, it can be used to your advantage to kind of weed out the, the people that ain't going to be worth it, you know, type of thing. And in order for you to find that first love. Yeah. If that makes sense. But at yes, I think I just my hesitation in agreeing with that fully is that I know like for me, the things that need to be checked before I can get there is a lot longer than what it was back then. And so at what point Mm. does the checklist become Mm. just blind? Yes. Not useful. Holding you back. Right. Um, At what point does that checklist become outdated? Because you've never actually you've never gotten into another relationship in order to be able to update that list. And so you're only operating off the fuck shit that was from many, many moons ago. And so, like, you're not even giving yourself the opportunity or the space to for the nuances that each individual person brings to the table. You know, so like, (sighs) yeah, I get that. It's like and and I'm probably I'm probably projecting, right, like saying all the things that I potentially me. But I think that's a a reality that people who who wouldn't agree with us deal with is that they have seen so much and so their list isn't just one thing or two things it's four or five ten fifteen things and the the longer Mm. you go the more people that you have in your life who you not just experience your own relationships but you get to experience theirs that list add that list can just get long lord chili (laughs) what oh ah from um what chili wants yes (laughs) oh then you just need to find you um what was that girl's name that was finding her love. Yeah, Tiana. Tiana, I think was her name. Tiana. I used to oh, follow snap. her too. Well, then you on... just need to find you a Tiana. But yeah, I thought so. Anyway, I, I definitely thought it was interesting that your topic was what it was because I was like, ah, oh, well, since we're talking about things that have shaped us or things that can happen in life, relationships are definitely something that shape us, uh, whether we want to admit it or not, or whether it's good or bad. They shape our view for the next one and for the next person. My heart is damaged, damaged damaged all right well yeah that's what i wanted to talk about this week i also realized because i just looked at my notes to see if i have any reflections and there was something else there was a completely different topic i wanted to talk about but (laughs) i will save it for next time all right so let's go ahead and go to aaron are you looking forward to anything i am looking forward to the return of tgit i am looking forward to the next because i know it's coming I'm looking forward to the next hit that we get on social media that takes us higher than the numbers that we've gotten so far. It's been tickling my fancy lately to see that every so often. Mm. What about you? Um, I'm looking forward to my beef bourguignon that I made because I just had a jolt of energy last night and at 10 o'clock at night decided that I was <laughs> decided I was going to make a beef stew. But um, it was my first time trying it and... It it came. I mean, it came out really good. It smells so good, and I'm going to have some for dinner. So I'm excited about that, Um, and excited to see Robin's reaction to it because I like when I make stuff, and she, you know, she's my taste tester. So, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. That's sad. I'm excited about cooking. Lord, the life of an adult. Like, what else is there? Um, Yeah. You said you make yourself sound fat on this show. I just want you to know you did a whole. (laughs) Boom. Well, 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 well. Okay. 
Aaron, do you have any reflections? I don't think I have any reflections this week. You? Okay. Um, I have one. I was thinking about the episode in which we talked about hotels and a girl like me. And we talked about, in particular, the line that said, uh, but you don't love me no more and I don't even know what for. And I was listening to I'm a Mess by Anthony Hamilton recently. <laughs> and it also I don't know when the last time you heard that. One, I remember that used to be your song and I just told Robin about it. We were kicking about it the other day. Two, um, if you listen to it, that's almost like the male version of a girl like me. Like, cause he, I mean, he says in that song, you left me, basically like you left me with no explanation as to why you don't um, want me no more. I don't know. Like, and it gave me, it almost gave me that same feeling of when I listened to Girl Like Me and I had really just forgot about What's the name that of whole it? thing. So, you know, I'm a mess. Aaron, you know that song. Don't you act brand new on this podcast. Actually, I'm not even gonna front. <laughs> don't have it in my phone. So I'm gonna... Oh, Aaron, that used to be your song. You are the reason I even know about that song. I'm a mess. That's crazy. I'm going to look. By Anthony Hamilton. I can't eat, can't sleep. What? Can't shake it. No, what he said? Can't sleep because my heart. Anyway, I'll cut that out. Anyway, Aaron, wow. Anyway, that was my reflection. Well, guys, that's going to wrap up today's episode for us. As always, we appreciate you guys for riding with us on this journey. It is such a treat to have you, uh, to have the people who are constantly in the DMs and who support us on Instagram. I love that. It's so fun to interact with you. And one of our listeners, again, I don't know if I said this before, but we have a treat coming for you soon because you you gave us a request of something to talk about. And trust me, ma'am, it is coming for you. So... Uh, guys, thank you. And if you guys have any requests and want us to talk about anything, you can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective, no E at the end at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And to make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. We genuinely appreciate the support that you all show us every week. And that's because you show up, you get to the end, you hear us ask you to tell five people. And so you do. And then when they come and listen, they hear us tell them to tell five people. And so they go and tell five people and the cycle continues. So thank you. Yes. Thank you, guys. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Bye. Da, 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 da. Da da da, I'm a mess right now. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna sound. <laughs> Y'all listen to that song. Ain't worth it. Too.